let me tell you something. This man right here, this man is an absolute unit. I swear, every time I try to record this podcast, there's something going on. Either a dog's barking right below me, there's dudes working on an apartment outside like they're just using a hammer for hours on end like i've been up for four hours a little longer actually a little over four hours and i am not joking when i say they stopped using the hammer about 10 minutes ago they were just banging away i kept looking outside and i really couldn't tell what they were doing i seen them working and the whole time i'm like what are you guys doing it looked like they were maybe installing like a new you know those like weirdly serrated gutter pipes I go from the gutters to the ground. Looks like they were putting one of those in. All, that part looked new. I could tell it was a different color than the gutters around the top of the... Because, like, the apartment complex I live in right now is weird. Because it's a lot of condos as well. So there's, like, one-story buildings as well as, like, the two-story apartments that I'm in. So the gutters off this one story across the way that I see these guys working on looks old. So it looks like they were just removing and then replacing this part for four hours and uh frankly i'm glad it's over it took forever and also i don't know what it is every time i'm like okay i'm gonna record the podcast let me throw in my laundry first but that makes so much noise so i had to push that off push that back because i need to do this i didn't do one last week i kind of forgot but also i didn't have much to talk about i realized i didn't make one wednesday night and i was like oh, i still got time to put one out but then I opened up my recording software and was like, I don't have anything to talk about. So we closed it, you know, but I got plenty to talk about now because since then I've you know, traveled somewhat back home, back to my home state, a little far away from where I grew up though, and went to a wedding, went to my cousin's wedding, first of this generation, I guess, to get married that I know of. I can't remember. I'm so sorry for that. I hate when people yawn and try to talk at the same time. I do it all the time, but I hate it. I don't know why I do it. Yeah, first of this generation, in my family at least, to get married. Um, it was at a ranch. It was fun. I had a blast. This is the first wedding I've ever been to. Um, let me just let me just break down the whole trip. So we have to head out there on Friday, and we have to go to an airport. We're kind of in a small town, so we have to drive an hour and a half to a pretty big airport. And, you know, usually an hour and a half drive. It We're going Friday at 1 o'clock. So we were planning on leaving at like two, but we had to pick up some stuff at Walmart first. So we were like, I ah, will just head out whenever we finish. We finish up around 1.30. So I'm like, okay, nothing wrong with getting to the airport 30 minutes earlier. You know, you just sit there. Thank God we left at 1.30. Dude, it took, it usually takes us an hour and a half to get there. It took us three hours, double the time, double the time to go the same distance. And for the life of us, we could not figure out what it was. Once we got towards the bigger city, we were like, okay, we see construction going on. So that's probably it. But there were a few times between here and there that like all the traffic on the freeway would just really slow down. We'd crawl for a little bit and then we'd speed back up for seemingly no reason at all. What? I hate traffic. This is why everybody needs to be in a robot car. Robot cars equal no traffic. They don't care what other problems they create. Robot cars equal no traffic. And that's all I have to say about that. And every time now, because I grew up in a mid-sized city, 
don't know, like 300,000 people, I'd say. So not huge, but definitely not a small town. Can't call it small at all. Um, and traffic was bad, but I feel like it was never awful, right? Like it'd be awful for it, for that city it'd be bad. My cat is freaking out right now. She's been freaking out for like the past 20 minutes and I don't know why. You're going to hear some rumbling in the background and it's just going to be her sprinting back and forth between places for no reason. Hey, relax. Her tail's puffed up and her ears are up and she's just staring at the side of a couch. You're so fucking weird. Leave me alone. Get out. Yeah, you can stay. You're pretty cute. What the fuck was I talking about? Oh, every time I drive through a big city, I realize that I don't want to live in a big city, you know? For a while, I thought that would be my thing. I was like, growing up, every time I went to a big city, I was like, oh, wow, look at all this. Look at all these huge skyscrapers. Wouldn't it be cool to live in a penthouse? But now I think about it logistically and realize that it's my nightmare. Yeah, it really is. I want to live near nobody. I'd love to live off the land. I love to grow my own food, you know? I want to work from home and then just like get up in the morning, sign on, you know? I'll keep my phone on me if anything happens, you know? I'll know. They'll text me, and I'll just be out working the fields. Working the fields. Hopefully, I plant stuff that, like... Yeah, and I would want to just grow food. I don't know if I'd want to take care of animals. Maybe chickens. That's, like, that's it. Every other ranch animal's kind of a decent bit of work and a decent bit of money. This cousin of mine that just got married, I would go over to their family's home. I guess they did. They do have a ranch. They live on a decent bit of property. Um, I would go over all the time. It was fun. I would help out. But before I get too sidetracked, uh, big city traffic is the worst. I hate watching other people drive, especially in cities. It's the worst because you'll just see people making the worst moves, worst mistakes. And like everything's so close to an accident and it just gives me so much anxiety. I didn't really have that until I think it was my freshman year of high school. I don't know if I've told this story before. It's the only like accident I've been in with my parents that I can remember at least. Um... I just had like a, a doctor's appointment like midday so I had to go back to school so I could be there for the last period and so I could go to baseball practice after school and we're on the way back we're on a freeway like we're about to get on a freeway we're like making a right turn onto a freeway on ramp and at this right turn there there is a light but rarely is anybody like it's like you know when you're making a right turn onto an on-ramp and across the way is like people who just got off the freeway so like they could go straight to get right back on but nobody does that right so we have a red light but my dad realizes that most of the people are just like turning left from getting off the freeway but they also have a green light so we don't um so he's like okay the the thinking in his head is okay car in front of us is just gonna roll right through this red light they're not gonna come to a full stop because it doesn't need to and then the car in front comes to a full stop because somebody got off the freeway and decided they needed to get right back on. So car in front of us stops and my dad just keeps rolling and just rear-ends them kind of hard, but, you know, not catastrophic. Both cars were a little banged up. Ours was banged up a little bit more because we hit the back of a decent-sized SUV. Even though we were in his pickup truck, most most cars, the front of them are designed to kind of fold in and absorb that impact. So that happened. And I'm like 14 at this point, and I've never heard my dad swear in his entire life. He's letting it fly, dude. He's pissed at himself because it was obviously his fault and most of the damages to his car. So it's like double pissed. Like you're bummed out. If He, he, he would have been really upset and empathetic if he messed up the other person's car, especially if we would have had to pay for it because it's his fault. But like him already having to pay 
and it's his car that needs to get fixed is like just adding on to all of the anger that he's feeling at that point. Yeah, it's crazy. And then we just had to sit on the side of the highway. I don't think I made it back to school. I don't even think I made it back to baseball practice, if I'm honest. My mom's working. She couldn't do anything. I think, actually, I remember getting to school the next day and somebody was like, weren't you here in the morning? Why weren't you there in, you know, fifth period or whatever? I was like, oh, I got into a car accident, like totally nonchalant because like it was such a no deal situation. But like 14 year old kids, they hear, wait, you were in a car accident yesterday? And you're like, ah, it's fine. Like that doesn't make sense to a lot of people. But I was like, ah, don't worry about it. It's fine. Everything's fine. So again, this weekend, I was in um, one of my least favorite places, the airport. And shout out to my girlfriend for having the idea to get to sign up for TSA PreCheck. $85 for five years. If you plan on traveling a lot, I think it's worth it. When we signed up, we already had one, maybe two trips planned. We like might need to fly. We're definitely fine for one of them. Still not sure about the other one, if we're flying or not. But we get through security and... Oh, wait, what am I saying? We don't get through security. It takes us three hours to get to the airport. We park in long-term parking just because it's like right there. We usually park in this economy lot that you have to shuttle like 15 minutes to get to the airport but we showed up right as our plane started boarding like um i'm trying to remember the exact times we got there oh, we showed up like right before our plane started boarding sarah planes boarding at 4 30 i think we showed up at 4 20 and decent sized airports so we're we're moving we're getting through this airport we're power walking and we get to the security line and we're like dude thank god we have tsa pre-check because the line for security was kind of long but TSA pre-check, we were like second in line. We just walked in, didn't have to take anything out of our backpacks. We only had one carry-on split between the two of us. So throw all, up, all that up there. We get through security and everything, like right as our plane starts boarding. And it's not too far away. And obviously we had seats already. We weren't, fly- we weren't flying Southwest because we couldn't. Southwest didn't go where we were going. We usually do fly Southwest. She prefers it. You know, it's cheaper and you can just pick your seat. It's, it's not bad. Southwest is pretty good. It's a really solid airline you check bags for free which is always nice but we we made it dude i i was getting so worried and at one point during the drive i'm like okay i gotta pee but if i make a stop at a gas station in this city just so that i can pee something's gonna happen something's gonna go wrong and it's gonna take 10 minutes and we're gonna miss our flight so i'm just holding in this pee and oh my god my bladder has never hurt worse in my entire life i wasn't like holding it like like it hadn't left the bladder at this moment you know bladder's strong like bull is big too so i'm holding it and it's not like i was gonna piss myself at any moment i probably could have she hit the brakes too hard and that seatbelt hits Oof, you never know but it didn't feel like that really it was more just pain just bladder pain so i was like okay i'm holding it i'm holding it and at this point we're probably 15 minutes from the airport and i'd been holding my pee for an hour and I was like, okay, next empty lot you see or next anything, just get out. I'm just going to just pull off. I'm just going to pee outside. So we do that. Luckily, we get to this, you know, kind of shopping mall. We get behind it and all of the buildings have like, curtains and drapes in the back so they couldn't see out. And I'm just like right next to a trail, next to a tree, just peeing. And holy cow, I've never peed more in my entire life. Never peed more in my entire life. Never, not once have I peed more in my entire life. And I'm like pushing it out. And I was standing there peeing for almost two minutes. It was a minute at least, like a solid minute. And then I just kept going. And I get back in the car and I told my girlfriend that. And she was like, 
you were peeing that whole time? I thought you were just like standing there for a second. I was like, no, it started right away. It was exiting as my pants were coming down. So that was, yeah, just a, and I usually hate flying, but this time the drive up was way worse than anything on the flights, than anything that happened on the flights. And we got lucky. There were no babies on either one of our flights because we had a connecting flight and then our final flight to our destination. And oh, the second plane that we took was like 48 passenger max. We were in the, we were in the last row and that was row 12 and you know, just two and two. So 12 times four is 48. It's a quick math lesson for you guys. Shout out to me. Call me your math teacher. Um, we're on this tiny plane and like, I would say a good half of it is empty because it's just this quick flight to an airport that literally has one gate, only goes one place with one airline, like three times a day. We, on the way back, we got through security and just basically went right on the plane. You go through security and then you sit down at the gate because that's all there is. There's nothing else. It's just one gate. It's kind of sick. I wish there were more tiny airports like that because where I grew up, there was a, I don't know, municipal airport. I, I don't know what to call it. It was a tiny airport. They did like the air race type stuff or like planes would dance in the air, if you know what I'm talking about. But I wish there were more like, I wish even that had a couple flights that you could take out of it. I don't know. I don't know why some of them don't. But we're on this tiny plane and most of it's empty. I'd say all three row, three or four rows ahead of us are empty, except the two seats directly adjacent to us were filled. They were filled. And I've got a few things downloaded on my phone and I almost cry for a second time on an airplane. Two trips back to back, if you guys are listening, last trip, cried, absolutely cried watching a silent voice on an airplane, was weeping. And this time I got real puffy eyed, real teary eyed, and I almost cried again on this airplane. I really did. I really almost cried for a second time. And it's on a tiny empty plane, except these people are right across from us having a conversation about how they both grew up in this tiny town that we're going to and do actually know each other, even though it took them like 15 minutes to figure that out. Oh, man. I was like, I held it in this time, though. This one definitely was not as sad. It was just kind of jarring. Like, you know, character death. Again, I'm watching anime and I'm crying. Like, I don't know. Nothing's new here. I should probably actually talking about the wedding at some point. Really quick before I get too far off the uh, airplane thing. I, I took saltines on this flight because tummy gets upset and that makes my tummy not hurt and eating saltines on a plane is one of the worst decisions i've ever made because there's just crumbs everywhere and i was next to somebody didn't know looked like a slob crumbs all over my pants and i'm not gonna like slap at my lap to get crumbs off so i'm just like slowly but surely pushing them off picking them off and it's just awful i don't know why i did that oh man so this wedding first wedding i've ever been to on a it was on a ranch just out in the open which it was it was beautiful but it was hot it was hot at the beginning we got sit down it's probably like 88 89 degrees so it's just beating on us it was a little breezy though so that definitely helped helped out a lot but i'm sure to no one's surprised this country you know country western wedding had a little bit of a, a jesus theme sprinkled throughout i'll get to that in a second but i'm a softy, as we've mentioned and established over and over. I cried like three times during the ceremony. I don't know what it was. Like all the, uh, I was just like one long cry, but it just had like three peaks. First peak was just like my, my cousin. My cousin's the bride. She comes off the um, horse-drawn carriage and, you know, oh, weeping. 
as it's happening. Also, they have a girl playing an acoustic guitar. I don't know if you guys know the um, the country song Long Line of Love. Holy cow, it was just hitting home for me for some reason. And I don't, I don't really like country, but I think it works at weddings, which nobody tell my girlfriend I said that because I keep saying no country at our wedding, but I think it kind of works, okay? It kind of, it can, it kind of works. So this girl's beautifully singing along the line of love with her acoustic guitar, and I'm weeping as my cousin's getting off the horse-drawn carriage. And, you know, she's with her dad, who's my uncle, and he parts with her, you know, gives her a kiss, gives her a big hug, shakes her new husband's soon-to-be beloved, but I guess already is beloved, betrothed, is that the word? Soon-to-be betrothed, soon-to-be wedded husband shakes his hand, and this is the second peak. It's like my uncle turns around, and I can see his big red puffy eyes, and he's he's ice cold. He's stone cold, but I we know he's got a soft spot for his daughters. He's got two daughters, and everybody knows those are he's like a little marshmallow for those girls. Or he's a big marshmallow. He's a he's kind of a big guy, actually. And um so then the officiate gets real Christian, gets real Jesus in it. And this is when the cry kind of stops. The cry die, dies down. I'm still like feeling it. It's very emotional, but oh my god there's just so much god and man and woman and god created man and woman for man and woman just over and over which i get it some people want you know i'm not saying anything bad about it but i just wasn't ready for it especially i'm not religious at all my parents really aren't so it just wasn't something that that had crossed my mind until this point so just kind of hitting all at once and i'm wearing a couple of rings one's my promise ring for my girlfriend the other one is a snake ring so the whole time that they're like talking about god and you know everything like that i'm just like should i take should i take my snake ring off like that's a little it's a little sus like i shouldn't have a snake ring on while we're like trying to bless this wedding do you know what i'm saying i'm not religious but i know i know that you know the antagonist of the bible is a snake at some points so i'm just like covering it up especially like oh also everybody said the prayer together officiate just said let's do the prayer and everybody knew what was up but me my girlfriend and my dad were kind of lost we didn't know we didn't study ahead of time we didn't know that there was any material we were supposed to read up on but i remember if anybody doesn't know what i'm talking about i remember hearing hallowed hallowed be thy name who are in heaven something like that and i'm lost now i've got a snake ring on and i'm not saying the prayer i'm rarely saying amen because i don't know when it's happening so that happened but then they start um the officiate has the bride and groom start repeating you know repeating vows back to each other and at one point the groom who i'd only really met once prior to this trip but he's a good guy i like him a lot i understand why you know my cousin's family loves him and why she loves him he's a great guy but he's repeating back and he gets choked up at one point and has to like turn away you see his face is really red and you can see his eyes are really watery and that that got me that got me because not only is it a beautiful scene but i'm thinking about like oh man this might happen to me one day and i'm not gonna make it through i'm gonna be sobbing and weeping the entire time it's gonna be rough when I get married. I already know. I already know. I'm at wedding number one and I'm crying my eyes out. I already know mine's gonna be awful. Are you kidding me? So ceremony is beautiful. 
reception starts right after um after everybody eats and they do a few more you know wedding rituals like cake cutting and throwing the bouquet all that kind of stuff then we get to the dance and there's a little dance floor out there a lot of country music gets played but they do play you know some standard other songs we heard uh miss jackson that was that was an early banger you know cupid shuffle was in there and there was a there's a slow dance at one point and i was dancing with my i was dancing with my sibling for this one and you know we're trying to do the thing and me and you know, we both have rhythm i would say neither of us really know how to dance but we've got rhythm and that's obvious because we we're doing like one three four I like doing things like one and four one three like the song i don't know the song i was playing because it was country but it was like such an easy like one two three four one two three four and these also not a single not shaming anybody you know small town you only know who you know you only know everybody not a single non-white at this wedding that i could tell so everybody on this dance floor does not have rhythm and that was clear that was abundantly clear i'm looking around and i'm like everyone here is off beat like obviously it's not we're not all doing the waltz you know not everybody's doing the same thing but it's very clear that nobody knows exactly what they're doing and dude some country songs definitely need to be at weddings especially if you're dancing cotton eye joe cotton eye joe has to play i'm sorry it has to play i bet there are some classics that i don't know a long line of love that that one's a banger that's a great you know coming out for not i guess it would be a good first dance song but like whatever you call the uh whatever the bride is walking out because they usually do the dun, 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 here comes the bride whatever that one's called the wedding march i don't know if there's a name for that that one works but if you have your own song do it you know spice it up jazz it up have fun it's your day you can do whatever the hell you want you know you can go down to the courthouse and then rent an airbnb two days later and then throw a party just hang out play just dance it's probably what will end up happening at my wedding so you know what can you do i had a blast um bar was it bar was open bar and they weren't iding they probably wouldn't you know serve you if you look like a child but i look close enough i just turned 20 and i get up there and i'm like yeah give me a fucking give me a screwdriver they also just had like a trough with ice and like beer and seltzers in it so i was like trying new ones you know hanging out partying loosening up a little bit because i saw the dance floor and i know i'm I'm not getting out there with that at least one drink in me especially since i don't know anybody here like if i have friends to do things with then it's a lot easier for me to put myself out there like that but without all that oof i don't know chief it's a little rough for me so yeah i only had one drink though i didn't want to get a second one because that first one somebody somebody poured with a little heavy hand got a screwdriver and oh man it was like i don't even know if it was a one-to-one ratio of vodka to oj i think vodka was a little stronger than the oj because oh man that's all i could taste it's all i could taste they also put it over ice which is like orange juice on ice i guess it might i guess the orange juice might not have been cold we were outside on a ranch so who knows but dude i'm also like relatively early getting to the bar to get this drink by the time i get there there's already four bottles of margarita mix in the trash four people were out here getting margaritas i also you could see like all the alcohol on like a table behind the bar i couldn't see any tequila i don't know if they were putting you know white rum or vodka in these margaritas but i couldn't see any tequila so i don't know what these people were drinking because i probably would have got a margarita because i like tequila it's my go-to drink but it's my it's my go-to liquor i should say legally of course you know 21 plus 
don't forget about what my age is that I just said minutes ago. Forget about all that. But I don't know what these people were drinking. I really don't. So that's why I was like, oh, fuck. You just got to act 21. You know, they're probably not going to ID me, but just in case, just say a name of your drink. Don't say, I didn't want to say like vodka OJ because I could see the OJ. So I was like, the fuck was that one called? And I remembered screwdriver. So that's what I got. Probably not, not first choice, but you know, whatever. I didn't want soda though. I could have just said Roman Coke, but yeah, whatever. Oh, but then I tried to the truly teas, truly raspberry tea. Dude, banger. It tastes just like brisk tea. Like it really didn't taste like alcohol at all. Then I got a Bud Light seltzer, a lemon lime one. That one was kind of bad. It was like a really bad store brand Sprite that you could definitely taste the, the booze in. But those were my only drinks of the night. So feeling it, but I had the screwdriver and then we ate dinner and then I had the other two drinks. So leveled out. I wasn't drunk at all. Just tipsy a little bit, especially I was dancing a little bit, sweating it off. Boo, I got a little bit more tipsy after that. I'll be honest. Dancing was fun. Yeah whole wedding was a blast you know i had a fun i had a lot of fun and then our travel back was pretty pretty standard stuff and now i'm here today that was all yesterday or the flight back was yesterday it's only out of town three days two and two really like i was from our first flight to you know leaving the airport was like 48 hours which is weird i've never done anything like that kind of sucks i would have loved to hang out with my family more but you know girlfriend had to get back for work i had already taken a decent bit of time off so i didn't want to take more you know it is what it is i think i might think i might wrap this one up here yeah i think i'm gonna wrap it up here don't forget follow instagram and twitter underscore travis hudson um did i intro this podcast or was i just complaining about people making noise outside i think so so i'll do i'll do an outro for sure follow instagram underscore travis hudson twitter too um catch me on twitch at twitch.tv slash lil l-i-l absolute unit um maybe the day this goes up or the day before I'll be building my um, first keyboard on stream. That'll be a lot of fun. So I'll be on there for a, a long time doing that. And oh, I've got a I've got a new TikTok now. That's a little absolute unit. I'm going to start posting clips from the stream. And whenever I figure out how I want to do clips from the podcast, I'll start doing that too. Um, but I really appreciate you guys hanging out. Um, I think this was episode 20. 20 episodes. That's crazy. I hear hammers going off again outside. So I'm going to go blow my brains out. And I'll see you guys next week. I love you guys. Make sure you tell somebody you love them. Bye-bye. Let me tell you something. This man right here, this man is an absolute unit.